Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is April 24th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I, uh, You know, it's Victory Monday. My my Illini, uh, Nick Hardy, he paired up with an Alabama boy to take home the Zurich as Victory Monday. Despite my Kings losing a game, they probably should have won. Just casting a wide net here of what's what become victory monday i thought we had some a threshold for this and now it's just any old tenuous connection me, i realize the connection's fairly strong with dick hardy but i i, let, I don't know let me when just your other this. team loses let me just say this i you know i've been thinking about this a lot the kings like i enjoy watching them but i am by no means a king's diehard i you know i uh i adopted them this year and i just realized like how how, like, I just don't prioritize their games as much as if it was a real team. You know, I guess this is the, the thing that probably a lot of people face that don't have a, a real team that just pick them. Like, I don't really care that much. It's not it's not the same as probably you watching your Cavs just get dismantled by the Knicks. No. This is... My son had sport lacrosse. I was in the rain and 50 degrees... <laughs> Get into lacrosse. I don't know if we're getting in. He's trying it. I don't know shit about lacrosse. Everybody around here is into lacrosse, uh, but he's trying it. So I just followed it on my phone. And, like, fortunately, I've missed the last two games entirely. And everything I've read is like the Knicks. What sucks is the Knicks just look like complete shit themselves, like a horrible half court offensive team. Obviously, some very good players. They're playing well. They have a chance now. You know, who knows what's going on with Embiid, Giannis, things like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the Cavs, I'm not saying the Knicks are bad, but they, they, the Cavs are a regular season team and a regular season coach, and that's what's happened. Mitchell no-showed today. Garland is kind of up and down. The bigs are getting, you know, kind of pushed around the, when they shouldn't be, and the, the problem that's always been a problem, the fifth guy, the wing, is a problem. <laughs> and they just, and the coaching staff... Toro's just, just gone after game. Well, he should be playing. I know, I know he can't shoot, but the other options, you can't... Like you, he shuts down, or he doesn't shut down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You gotta turn your game down. You're just coming through so hot. Oh, Joseph told me on Friday I had to turn it up. Um, <laughs> I don't think Joseph. I'm, I don't. I don't want to say. Audio. I don't think he knows yeah. his audio. Well, now you're really low. Okay, hold on. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, Okoro. I know he's a liability, but he can guard Brunson, and they're putting Garland on Brunson, and then we sh- send a second guy at him, and we're just. All of a sudden, it's, you know, five on four. And they're getting all these offensive rebounds. And JB can't figure this out. And we're just getting put in a blender. And we're a regular season team, regular season coach. We've, we've never won on the road. And, like, look, it's fun team, fun group, good, good guys to root for. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it sucks to lose to the Knicks. And I think we're probably tough. This, this is perfect. So. I saw a, uh, a somebody tagged me into a Twitter thread from some guy bitching about 
10 minute intros to pods that aren't aren't oh, about yeah the I, they tagged us into that that guy can get lost he was some he was some executive or something for fox sports i don't i don't know what oh, like show, listen to your podcast about show, know, show me else. a good Not show golf. me a show me a successful fox sports podcast you know we're gonna get a bunch of our yeah i mean come on what are you talking about they got terry bradshaw up there you know yemming and on about it, all sorts of nonsense fox like give me a break we need to set up our podcast around here all right um what do you want to do you want to cancel the jump into the pond can we talk about that that shit doesn't need to be happening anymore well, the, 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 I mean, the, we're not at mission hills it's 50 degrees they're making this woman jump in this pond it's stupid it's it demeans the rest of the accomplishment and the tournament and the actual golf i'm out call me an old funny duddy but it's dominating too much of the actual tournament now it's just it's a jump in a pond associated with the golf tournament and the primary objective is this little pond jump and we need to get rid of it it's dumb it's stupid and we left that behind in california I wouldn't jump. I'd say, go to hell. I'd tell everybody to boo me if you want. I'm not jumping. I mean, this is just my personal stance. I'm not jumping into any pond that needs the alligator netting installed. Like, if you need alligator netting installed, I'm not jumping in the pond. I'm just not. That's, That's not water that I'm jumping into. You know, maybe I'll jump in if my daughter goes in. And and I'm jumping in to get her out. Save her, sure. But, but that's about it. That's about the first. The, you know, I don't think alligator netting's actually going to work. But anyways, let's talk. Did to- you know they had gators in Houston? Yeah, I did. I didn't know that, but okay. Good. Well, you got that on me. I just I think it's kind of absurd. I I think it's kind of ridiculous that this is just a major. I agree. I. Now, I don't want to do, like... Congrats to Lilia Vu. Lilia Vu, congrats. Angel Yin, tough break, not winning. Like, you know, she played... (laughs) I really like Angel Yin. I do, too. She's a wonderful human being. Um, Super nice. Like, I was rooting for Angel Yin down the stretch Uh because she's just a very nice person. And, And... so continue with your not a major issue. Well, it's just not it's not there. Well, I just don't think you could just move something, put a new name on it, move the course. Like this tournament that had all this history, this goes back to like you just can't have it be a major all of a sudden. And I mean, I think the LPGA has like two of these majors, and I think that they really diminish their product by Getting rid of one of their real majors, and now we have this this tournament. I have a buddy that is like a complete golf nut. Complete loves golf. He lives in Woodlands, Texas. He told me he texted me said he didn't know that there was a major championship being played there until he heard our podcast on Wednesday. So, like, I and it showed there weren't anybody out there. And I don't know. It looked sparse in, in many grandstands. Not the 18th at the end, but when I kept kind of checking in and watching, you know, not the 18th, but you go to 11 or 14, 10, it was sparse. And I just think that you have to call into question some of the decision making over at the LPGA Tour since we've gotten this new commissioner in. 
Because this is a real head scratcher. Like, okay, I know Chevron, it's great that Chevron wants to sponsor a big tournament and wants to throw money behind it. Like, I get that there were some sponsorship issues at the ANA or the Dinosaur. But, like, this has to be leaving Palm Springs at your icon, your iconic event, like the event that kind of like what made the tour has to be the very last case scenario. And you come out here, there's no fan support. I, and listen, it's going to build over time. Like, I know this isn't going to be one year and a win, but it just feels a little bit like you're, kind of d- downgrading all of the other tournaments on the LPGA that have great fields. Like, frankly, I'd rather see the LA open be a major than this. Like there are a lot of other options if you're, you know, but this event has no history. The course doesn't like jump out as character, uh, having a lot of character no. and it just has a lot of money. And does that equal major championship? I, I think the players has tried to do this for 30 years and failed, right? But at least has an identity. I, I think the only... Strong identity, the players now. I think the only thing that this does is it just emphasizes how big the U.S. Women's Open and the Women's Open Championship and the Women's PGA are. PGA. Like, those I, three I, events I tend to agree. just got yes. bumped up by the LPGA just taking away, like, getting rid of... Their best event. So, oh my god! Mark Hensby and Charlie Wee are in a sudden death playoff at the invited <laughs> celebrity classic. I'm dealing. I've just looked up at my screen. I don't want to be too negative here. We hadn't talked about this. This is all the points I was going to make. I mean, literally, the almost. And I don't want to. We should talk about what we liked about it. But for me, I didn't see a great distinction between this event. And watching like the Volunteers of America classic in the colony, yes. like a gray Texas day. And I think what I like, just like you said, all it does for me is sort of uh, elevate those three that you talked about when we do get those. And um, I don't know. Maybe that's not what Chevron and Dinah Shore's family. I, I don't know. I don't know who that's that that is a punch. It's a pop to. But it just did nothing about it felt like different from a normal LPGA week. And that's not what you want from a major. And and I I get that all the best players were in the world were there and they were competing for it. And, you know, it just, they got a bad weather all week in terms of delays and then kind of a crappy day on Sunday. Uh, I just didn't find anything super interesting. I'm sorry about this week. Well, I think that's one of the things that one of the aspects about the LPGA and the challenges of it is that, their top players play a lot, a lot more than than the PGA Tour. Yeah. So yeah. you know, with that, you are going to have a harder time to differentiate events. And and you know what the best differentiator is? What's that? History, money. No, I know. Yeah, identity, history, year over year. Yeah, and uh, saying like this is where so and so won, and so and so won, and so and so won, and and that's where. Are you laughing, chuckling about how I got distracted by Charlie Wee hitting the Is he stacking tilting? <laughs> I can't tell. They're on the Hensby. 
But yeah, that's you were asking me a question. I was busy watching Charlie Wee hit a layup. All right, go ahead. Las Colinas. But, go ahead. But yeah. So, are they on the 18th hole? That that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with the fountains over there on the right, spewing water in the air. And grandstands look half full. But here we go. Hensby's going for it. Here we go. Keep going. But I just I, I, yeah. we're just well, dogging so, it. What did you like? What did I? I mean, I. The big blue walls. That the, ba- the backboard. Far five. Everybody's going for it. Did you see the drop area? Water short. The drop area is on the fringe. Yeah. 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 So you get a nice, clean kind of line, a clip of whatever, or putt. I, here's what I liked. You know? I liked that NBC stayed an hour and a half over its coverage window. Um, I liked that it felt like there were less commercials, a little bit less commercials than their usual men's event. Um, I thought, you know, in regulation, they allowed they were allowed to set the scene scene and didn't cut away from Angel Yin playing the last hole. Like like I thought all of that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it Great was birdie putt. By yeah, her. amazing. God, she hammered that through. I, well, into the she was aggressive like all day. I know. It was kind of nuts. Like it, it, usually those yeah. moments like. When somebody's trying to win something big, like you know, career win, win type thing, you see them like not hit putts firm enough, and and they kind of run out of speed and cross the front of the hole and stuff like that. But I I was amazed by how she hit that putt pass in just seemingly like was so comfortable yeah. and so confident coming back. <clears throat> um, I loved I loved all the things that happened down the stretch. The shank from uh, Alem Kim. That was unbelievable. Thinnacool yeah. um, yeah. making the double. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Angel Yen. What what happened to the playoff? Did how did when you got the backboard? When you there? got the backboard back there, yeah. you have to hit it off the backboard. Take extra club. What the caddy? Like she was trying to ca- bounce it off the dot. But the caddy, Maybe a different kind of backboard, and bounce it off the dot. The caddy has yeah. to give her enough club. It has to be yeah. like if you hit this really bad, it covers the water. Right, and that is what you're getting a drop on the green. Again, is is another argument for when you have water short on a par five, you can't put a freaking backboard jammed up well, against. Trying it. to bring all the historic items of of the dinosaur to the to this to, to event. <laughs> uh, the pace of play was a disaster. Abominable. It's four forty and twos. Uh, even with the rain delay and all the weather, like you can't, it can't be that slow. I cooked dinner twice for my family. Just wait. I cooked a second dinner. You know, my kids just eat too much, and so I had to put steaks on. And we cooked it all during the playoff. It was done. The pace was too slow. It's too slow. We don't need to holler about it too much. You know, Patrick Cantley's kind of been the poster boy for that recently. But you cannot do four forty and two sums. And um, I don't know. It, it, I I thought it was amusing that. Lucy Lee, the rookie, was the one who got popped with the fine, the slow play fine this week. It's just like they only do it to certain kind of rookies or certain. I mean, I guess you got to start, try to correct, course correct when they're younger. But uh, I don't know. 440 is too slow for a, a major or, or any event, even if it is a high, high stakes major. So um, anything else? 
on the uh well congrats to lillian vu obviously uh had as the telecast talked about lots of struggles and you know ups and downs was a great collegiate collegiate player and uh amidst a breakout year she had second win of the year yes um so really uh really awesome for her and uh you know i'm glad she satisfied all the fans by jumping in i'm uh i'm good honor for that yeah, no, not to my chagrin. I was impressed it with her for that. Well, you just opened the pod talking about how it needs to Well, they to should go. cancel it. They need to cancel it. It'd be done with it. They can leave that behind. But yeah, she she was they might, impressed. They might try and cancel you, cancel you for trying to cancel the jump. Well, that's fine. Come at me. Um, should we move on? Sure. What do you want to do next? Let's do an ad Zurich? read while we're here. Okay, let's do an ad read for our friends at the... Uh, the USGA. United States Golf Association. Uh Listen. What's the ad read? Rep your tag. I see here. Give me some more details about rep your Listen, tag. Listen, this is rep the. Tag. This is all about being a proud member of the USGA. I uh, I am a proud member of the USGA, and you know why I like being a member of the USGA. I like supporting the game of golf, and I think like you know one of the things everybody thinks about the U.S. Open, the U.S. Women's Open, the championships, what they're doing with the uh, the USAM. You know, everybody's talking about that. All that stuff, but they do a lot more. Um, I think that's the thing that you start to realize, um, you know, whether it be programs to get youth into the game or sustainability stuff with the green section. That's the stuff that I think is why you should join the USGA is that you're making a small contribution really for the future of the game. My daughter, uh, right when I was recording this, it broke my heart. I had to leave. Uh, you know, she was had her plastic golf clubs out hitting the golf ball, and I, you know, I had to come. Look at this tugging at the heartstrings. Yeah. At the ad well, like so that. anyways, you know, uh, what I would like is, you know, we live in California. They are doing a ton of research on water. I'd like the, uh, I'd love for there to be golf courses, um, in forty years. You know, so hopefully, with uh, with research, better practices, greens practices, sustainability practices. Golf will be a uh, a part of the long term future of of water restrictive states, um, and they're working on that. So, in order to join, uh, become a member. USGA.org, right? Slash, slash SGS, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Let's USGA or the Friday.org slash SGS, yeah. or you could go okay slash Friday. Either one. We maybe. I mean, you, you could join by going to usga.org too. You could join multiple. But lists. if yeah. you can't remember, you know, you could use either one. You get a hat. That LACC logo is pretty slick. You get the US Open, but you could also do the Women's Open if you want that. They you don't the give the Open hat. They don't the give LACC. the books, the rules books anymore. I think you got a PDF. It's being environmental. Yeah. Yeah. Environmental. The year subscription to Golf Journal uh, magazine. Personalized USGA member bag tag, which must be rep the tag. That's where that comes in. And 25% off ship sticks, other stuff, discounted emissions, oh, uh, member to, savings at usjshop.com. Use those, some of those, what? get in there and use some of those discounts. Yeah, so 45 bucks. There you go. USJ.org slash SGS. Thanks to them for supporting. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go to Scott Kuschowski winning the oh, Lee Let's talk about Hardy. Let's talk about the Hardy boy. All right, I know. All right. Nick Hardy, <laughs> Davis Riley, kind of the opposite of uh, the LPGA going an hour and a half or two hours over. They were done like 35 minutes, 40 minutes before uh, the allotted time. And part of that was they were in the final group and they got ahead enough, but... 
That was I got the yeah I got the alert. You know what's you know what's beautiful? What alternate shot? I know it's yeah they they moved. So I I think I obviously they played a great back nine shot thirty one thirty one they just took it they birdied fifteen sixteen or sixteen seventeen um had you know obviously played eighteen very conservatively making par there but you know they laid up from the middle of the fairway. They had it in the bag. Nobody, I, I think, like, you saw a bunch of guys that haven't won a ton kind of in the groups behind them, and they struggled being leaders, right? Like, Hostler and, mm-hmm. and Wyndham Clark just weren't get making things happen today. Uh, Keith Mitchell and Sungjae, you know, they both have won, but they don't they don't win a ton. They they weren't great. And these guys went out and played great golf and took the, took the tournament. Um, the back nine was incredible. Um, I guess, you know, this week just left me thinking about Zurich and, and the tournament and wondering, like, where does it go? What what's what is this event long term? I was wondering about that. I, I just like it's one of the great metropolitan areas in the country. Uh, not a great golf scene terms of courses i would say great you know it's probably too strong a word and you know that doesn't happen on the pga tour but louisiana is probably like a good great golf state you know people who want to support or into golf i don't know about new orleans proper but like they just kind of get this i don't don't know wimpy event an event that just has struggled right it is kind of Tried to reinvent itself a few times with different, you know, brand ambassadors. They saw, you know, they got a great title sponsor. I mean, that's a legit title sponsor, and they signed a bunch of guys and they make them come play and all that. Now they have the two man thing. I don't know what the future is. I I think it's probably somebody like people like Nick Hardy and Davis Riley having breakthrough type wins, right amongst the designated events. Yeah, I. You know, I wrote a little bit about this for the newsletter, um, and that's kind of where I landed. It probably ends up being the same. I this is you kind. I kind of sympathize for Zurich a little bit. They've tried. They've really tried. Yeah. Um. I think like you could look at a lot of events that are just like regular events and be like, you know what, these guys, the the Zurich team has they've signed players. They have a good ambassador stable, so they've spent money. Um. And and when you have ambassadors, they come. You know, yeah. Uh, they have a really innovative format. I think like one of the things they could do to make it a little bit. I I prefer vastly prefer the alternate shot days from the better ball days. Those are slow long days. Maybe you go mm-hmm. alternate shot all day. Um, another idea, maybe, maybe you figure out a team match play. Why can't they do a team match play event? Maybe that's that's it. That be, I think that could be a small tweak. Now that there's no match play, do you add in team match play? Could that be mm-hmm. really cool? Since it's not a OWGR event already, right? Maybe lean in and do a little bit more different. Um, but you know, like I feel like this event, it, it's not in a great spot on the schedule. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be a designated event next year. Uh, obviously, I don't think a team event's going to be a designated event. So, like, how do you make it an event that people really want to come play? I I don't see that. I don't see that these weeks once the majors start 
and you're not a designated event. I just don't see how that ha- happens unless your title sponsor also sp- supports you. I think Zurich, what they have Morikawa, right? They have like people. They've, they've got Morikawa. They've got um, uh, Horschel. They have Sahith. Um, yeah. Obviously, like Horschel plays with Burns, so you get Burns. Xander and P- Cantlay love this event. You got two. I mean, they have some good players in this. Right. So that's that's had, what it's always going to be. They had four top. Non- they had four top ten players between Morikawa, right. Homa, uh, Cantlay, Shoffley, or five with Burns too. And it's still just yeah. kind of like that's where I got to is like, how do you have all these guys and it ends up being like kind of dead. Well, because this is the nature of the PGA Tour. There are weeks that we're supposed to care and the weeks where we're supposed to kind of half care or maybe not at all. Do you, and, do you and think not if, us personally, but... Do you think if they made it ma- team match play, you would care more? Um, More, yeah. But to the level of... Uh, yeah, more, sure. But it's still about like drawing the guys, too, for this to pop a bit between the Masters and the PGA Championship, and now the Wells Fargo is designated, or the Heritage is designated. So I just, um, I, 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 I don't think there's much you can do. I, a team match play, yes, it'll pop more for me, but not. I don't know that it's going to totally again, like jump. So um, team match play, you could have a 128 guy field, right? Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, anyway, I lo- I listened to Friday's episode. I I love the daily Duval impression. Uh, fifty-four whole fifty-four hours or so passed. Now I don't know what we need to say about this, but we saw it coming. <laughs> Apparently, I was getting texts left and right. They end up in feature group, just godsend. <laughs> I don't know if the programmers were listening. I'm kidding. Of course they weren't, but. Like, that's the most riveting kind. That's how you make it interesting. That's how you invite John Daly and David Duvall back next year or some sort of facsimile of them. And that's, I guess people were locked into that on Friday morning. Just all shot. Andy, I'm not telling you, I'm not talking about like they had a couple slip ups. They hit some in the water. (laughs) Like, they're hitting it 160 (laughs) yards on a par three. That's 210. Like, what's going on here? Like, immediately, first off the tee, Daly's, you know, 200 on the woods. What is, like, they're hitting into, like, waste areas and stuff that aren't even in, like, conceivably part of, like, this course for this setup. And you knew that it was just going to be one beating after another. They all shot. I mean, it's, like, torture for these guys. They're too old. And they- <laughs> I mean, they were two over, whatever, on best ball. Three over on best ball. You knew it was going to be a beating, and but uh, whatever. It's fine. They got a birdie on 10. And, after, you know, out in 45, and then, they bur- you know, stopped for a smoke and got a birdie on 10, and that was it. I couldn't believe what I was. I was traveling, and I opened up the PGA Tour app, just scrolled right to the bottom, and then I clicked on their scorecard, and I opened it up, and it said 45. I couldn't believe it. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like yeah. only one team that we besmirched on uh, Wednesday made the cut, and they finished DFL. Fabian Gomez and uh, Augusto. Augusto. So, yeah, yeah. What um, about what about note, Hogarth? Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that was a good one and done pick. 
Olsen. I mean, you, you can stay hot, man. I picked a guy that lost 10.5 shots to the field and still won me cash or points. However, you do one and done picks. Still came out ahead. Pretty good. Hogard. Yeah, I mean, the, maybe the transatlantic flight took too much out of the piss bear. Maybe I went to, I overemphasized he's, that he got through the trouble. He's probably got anxiety on, about going back, you know? He's just, he's just a nervous wreck around those flights now. I mean, I was watching. I had him favorited. I was watching him charge. He kind of caught up to like T9. I was like, yes. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, Hogard carried his ass. What? That apparently, according to Data Golf, like the most lopsided strokes gained versus strokes lost uh, was uh, seven some for Hogard and 10 plus for lost for Olus. My guy, my guy, Thagala and, and Justin uh, were cruising. It looked like to a yeah. top five finish. They finished bogey, par, bogey, triple. Oh, well, that old shot. I mean, it goes quickly. Well, that's the thing about why they should. I think it, if they went all shot all the time, it would. It, the variability of it is so awesome. I mean, like there, hey, there are such hey. big swings. Can I say my favorite part about the whole Daily Duval thing was when they made the turn at forty five. And whoever was Ned Michaels was making this point. I was like, they're 17 shots out of like second to last. It was like, well, you know, there's a lot of variability with alt shot and there's big swings. They can't make a birdie. What do you mean? There's only swing in one way. Like they're trying to, they got to do these feature groups for another two hours. He's trying to sell us that there's variability in alt shot for Daly and Duvall. Go ahead. But yes, for Tagalas, uh, there's there's actual. All right. You know, all of a sudden you go from a top 10. I think that's enough. Are we done with Zurich? I, I just hey, tried can to I go to Love Golf and I can't, I can't even go to their website. I got it. Their I, website's hey, down. Couple notes. We're talking about Louisiana being maybe pretty good golf state. Not necessarily for courses, but would support a big event. There's nowhere there for this mid-May PGA Championship potential host no is there in louisiana you want to go to english turn or tpc no i just say for a may instead of you know they're talking about these new areas of the country they bring in i just it would be great if they louisiana had something you want i mean i guess i know there is i knew the answer i just wanted to i mean i've been told by numerous people that that uh venues don't matter for majors so yeah sure tpc san uh tpc uh louisiana let's go um, shout out to Tripod. I guess there's a statue of him made out of recycled tires on the grounds. So that's what everybody <laughs> asked for. Um, all right, continue. My daughter, my daughter loved all the alligator footage on the telecast. They might okay. be onto something. Oh, she she would get yeah, yeah. she would get upset though when it when it went away from the gators, and I'd have to <laughs> rewind it back and show the gators again. Uh, Live Adelaide, Taylor Gooch. Don't call me to lore. Goes sixty two, sixty two. Leads by 10 with 18 holes to play. I guess it got a little little frisky there with double and, and honor bond, bond, Lahiri. It got to three. He won by three. I don't know if it was ever really in doubt, but their yes, website, it is Their lead. website's down right now. It must be because of all the traffic. It's working for me. Maybe I had it preloaded before they, they got shut down. Four aces win the team. Aces Every, back on top. Everybody knows say. the aces. <laughs> they they clip the range. Goes did you see? Uh, did you see Pat Perez trying to be uh, get a big celebration no. on his putt on the what they called no. the watering hole? 
Yeah, I saw I saw the watering hole, but what was he doing? It was just the dopiest people... shit ever. He rammed in like a 50-footer, tossed his putter in the air, started jumping oh, around, to... didn't catch the baton, threw the baton oh, up. Oh, damaged the green. Didn't catch it. Probably not. Yeah. Didn't catch it. And it just all, all together looked like a bumbling idiot. Maybe this is a lost in translation thing, but the shoey stuff, I mean, we've played that out. Can we stop with the shoey thing where they're drinking? Like, I, maybe that's just an Aussie thing. I thought it was amusing first time, but now, you know, Bryson, who doesn't drink alcohol, on the record multiple times, voracious chocolate milk drinker. <laughs> they're forcing him to drink beers out of shoes. And this, like, they just got to stop with the shoey thing. It's got played out quickly. I don't have a lot else. Congrats to Liv. They're less than a year old and they've got a. Pretty great event, a great scene at least. I wrote about this for the newsletter. This, uh, the That's fans, a success. Fans, yeah. I mean, here's the thing: how can you get this more places than Australia? Is the question, right? You can't. I don't think. Maybe you can. I don't think you can. I don't know that it's replicable. You know what I'm going to say to you back? What? Just wait for Singapore. Just wait for Jeddah. <laughs> Sentosa this week. I just don't see that happening. But congrats to you. Do you think this? Do you think they should provokes anything with the PGA just become Tour? An Australian Tour. All right. Well, what I wrote in the newsletter, I'm spoiling it here, is like the product still kind of sucked. Taylor Gooch was up ten, and like, how many times can we do that? They've got to. They got to get some hits here, and I don't know. You, you you can't just have the party twelve times in Adelaide. So, um, I don't know. Anything else on live? D- is this the, is this the high water mark for the live tour? Probably. It was is a great party. They got the Van Wilder, the comedian Bert Kreischer, very popular amongst the youths, is there. I guess he was in town. He kind of dived in, and they exploited that for all it was worth and squeezed it dry, like you know the PGA Tour does when Big Boy shows up at East Lake and things like that. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else on live. Oh, we got we got a we got messages. That there, the Kevin Na Louis Oosthuizen group was being warned about their pace of play, much to Oosti, the boys in brown uh, chagrin. Former got very upset. Former, former boys in brown. He, he got really worked up and said, you know, uh, he goes, "It's not my effing fault." He's playing slow, slow, and pointed at Na uh, Louis Stenson. Uh, got really upset. About nah, you know, keeping them. I, it's a shotgun start, I guess. Don't you have to keep up? I, I had a, I, I had a, internal strike. I got a question that was submitted to a uh, group chat I'm on. Yeah. What's Lori Cantor's deal? He's, what do you mean? He's just the sub. What does he do every week? Like, if if somebody doesn't get hurt. Oh yeah, I don't know. He just hangs out in town. Did he get paid? Samples. Yeah, I'm sure he's got it. He's getting a stipend and then probably gets paid a nice amount, a small amount. So she won yeah. Kim. Another last place finish. Does he just have a contract that's like completely ironclad? <laughs> that's what I don't get. Norman's talking about how he he's got these guys that want to sign, but he can't. Can't you just terminate some of these contracts? Can't you get like the NFL? Should be your roadmap here. You should be just able to, you know, release these guys non guaranteed money, right? Or take right. a little cap hit. 
I mean, that's why I think it's complete bullshit that he's saying that these that he can't add these guys. Right. Yeah, you can figure out a way around that. Or did you see yeah. Dick Bland taking pops, having Eddie Pepper yes. all going back yes. and forth? Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, I, I I think it's unbecoming of Dick Bland. The European tour, you know, whatever they've got their faults, but they've tried a ton of different alternative. Maybe just more. Maybe we shouldn't have neglected Australia in the way that we have. I agree. I know with there's that. some I've, unfortunate logistical podcast, and financial tax this podcast issues. Could not be accused but, like, of doing that. Shouldn't your eyes have opened if you're a PGA? If you want to be a real like global tour, like there's there's a lot of enthusiasm if you bring your stars or some stars down there. Um, but it, I would think that would be eye opening. But again, there's logistical Honestly, maybe hurdles that make it the greatest. I think the greatest PGA tour event, non-major, in the last five years is the Presidents Cup at Royal yeah. Melbourne. I mean, that had a lot going for it. It was great, December. That was great. Figure something out where you can get a chunk of the stars down there in early December. I don't know. You might have to get rid of the hero. Well, World they Challenge. might all they might all be live boys now. Might you know? Right. <laughs> live fans. They don't want the PGA Tour. They don't want. <laughs> if you some Adam of them Scott coming to town. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else on Live Adelaide. Congrats uh, to what about I, I uh, what about Chase Kepka's whole one? You got anything on that? That was an amazing scene. I mean, apparently, according to Will Knights, he said, I'm him. Like he's, you know, LeBron just putting up 25 and 10 or whatever, or Anthony Davis, I'm him. I, I don't know. That, that was an interesting scene. I, I like that Phil tweeted, you know, this isn't traditional golf, it's something new. That is an almost, it's a lesser, it's a smaller version of exactly what goes on at TPC Scottsdale. There's nothing, like this isn't some revolutionary idea. I'm sorry. It was great. It was, I mean, it was a great scene, but it, it's not like the PGA Tour almost does this precisely at multiple spots, most notably, uh, you know, at Scottsdale 16. But they have other par threes during the year that are pretty lively. Um, I can't believe this Charlie Wee Mark Hensby playoff still going on on my TV in the background. I can't believe uh, we're going to cut out before the end of that. Oh, he just Tony, missed the pro- Tony Romo won the Pro Am. He did? Yeah, he won the AM section. Wow. I got multiple, multiple high level amateur slash celebrity type sources Sunday messages about the pace of play issue with corroborating that it's it's abominable and it, it's kind of ridiculous. Out of out of hand that he's getting away with it. So Man, uh, man, I, it's Hens- unsurprising. Hensby and, and we tracked down Cheka in the final round. That's that's something. Yeah, else. I saw that. I mean, Dick Green, uh, Dick Green, your top four is Wee, Hensby, Cheka, and Dick Green. You'll be I mean, surprised to hear the stands are not full right this now. This is a disaster. Oh, what a terrible putt. Let me, let me, let me list off play. the top 10 players in this event. The top 10 on the leaderboard. What? Charlie Wee, Mark Hensby, Alex Cheka, Dick Green, Jerry Kelly, David Branshaw, Dickie Pride, Matt Gogol, Wes Short, and Justin Leonard. First, him and Jerry Kelly, two name brands out of the top 10. That's a disaster. Yeah. If you keep going, it just... Like, there's nobody... 
None of the big names. This is not what the Champions Tour was supposed to be. Looks like Charlie Wee's got a two-footer to a three-footer to win it here. Hensby just horseshoed one out. We're going to sign off play-by-play. The RNA classified us as a radio organization. Charlie Wee (laughs) pours it in. Looks like he's won on the chin. Oh, are they going back? No, it wasn't to win. Maybe it wasn't to win. They're going back. They're going to play 18, to 18 again. again. And we will. Yes, they're just going back and forth, up and down 18 again. I think one's laying up, one's going for it. Ah, poor radio. Didn't even have him laying right. So, all right. I think that's it. You got anything else? KFT, no. Corn Ferry Tour, Scott Kaczewski. Congrats to him. Uh, really emotional, cool interview talking about how he, he like plays, how he wants or kids to see. Yeah, yeah. A really cool like interview. Seek out his his post round interview there uh, after his win at the Sun Coast Classic about setting example for his kids and all that. So, uh, <clears throat> everyone enjoy your Monday. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. Uh, maybe you have walk up music. <laughs> A week maybe. late. Yeah. Whatever. We'll talk to you Wednesday, whether we have that or not. Bye. 